welcome to a, another episode of season two of Now About That with James and Sarah. I'm James. And I'm Sarah. And on today's episode, we're going to talk about, we're going to do some catch up, talk about some things that have happened recently. Talk about the 4th of July, because when you listen to this, this will be the 3rd of July. Mm -hmm. And then we watched, spoiler alert, and we'll talk a little bit, give our breakdown of it and talk about how we thought it went. And we both cried. Yes. It's a good movie. But before we get in there, how's it going, Sarah? It's going... I got good news this week, which oh, is yeah. I'm cancer free. Yay. Yay. The, that's, um, that's exciting. Yes. The hysterectomy was successful. Um, they said that it they caught it super early. Um, so it had not gotten into the actual muscle of the uterus. It was still just in the lining. Um, the lymph nodes, the ovaries, the fallopian tubes and the cervix all came back negative for cancer. Um, so yeah. So now all I have to do is wait for my internal stitches to heal. Um, we'll finish healing and then I'm good to go. I only have to get checked twice a year for like the next five years. Well, that's good. That's exciting. That's really good news. We're all excited for Sarah. Yes. Congratulations. You did it. Thanks. (laughs) I beat cancer. Woo! <laughs> um, which that's kind of why whenever I was watching the movie, I was like, I don't know if Sarah will want to watch this right now based on all the stuff she just got, went with. Because it was it was emotional. It was an emotional movie. But, it was really emotional. And I could relate to some of that. Yeah. But before we get into that, do you want to talk about um, stuff that happened today that we found out about and yesterday from the Supreme Court? Want is an awfully strong word. (laughs) Do I want to burn down everything? Yes. Yeah. I mean, so I said it in the group chat with Sam. It's like we can complain and bitch about everything, but the best thing to do is try and do some sort of action to like put our money where our mouth is or in some cases like actually do some do some work and help for the causes that we feel are important. Um, And I wrote down something. So my take on the Supreme Court allowing the website developer to deny business just based on sexual preference, which the biggest issue I take with it is she hasn't even really been approached by a same-sex couple and asked to create a website. And I saw a TikTok earlier and it was like, this is her portfolio. No LGBTQIA plus person would ask her to build a website. Right. But my take is uh, bitching about it and saying, well, does that mean blah, blah, blah? Obviously, it's not going to work and um, it's not going to change anytime soon. So it's best to fight with actions, not words. So speak with your money and your business. Uh, One thing that someone could do is in the same area that she offers this business is open up a business and put her out of business open up the same thing and put her out of business yeah do the exact same thing offer the exact same service in the same place she is and put her out of business that's the best thing you can do yeah i agree um as to the supreme court stuff the the biggest thing that you can do is um email and call your senators um put pressure on them no that's that's pretty much all you can do um coming up with a script before you call and or email is a good idea so that way you don't get jumbled or anything like that right doing a doing a draft before you send it and asking some friends what they think and getting getting some input from other like-minded people before you send the email and then creating like a template for people to send out to their senators is a good way to do it. I'm sure there's plenty out there anyways. So you could probably yeah. just look online and find one. Yeah, I'm sure somebody's probably already created one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely doing that, creating um petitions. You know, there's there's things that we can do. And I've been saying it for years that, you know, there's this is not a sprint, this is a marathon. No. So it, yes, it's exhausting, but we got to keep doing the work. Got to keep doing what we can. Yeah. Get involved. Exactly. Also, because you said, um, put your money where your mouth is. 
I looked it up for us to talk about that at the end, about where the phrase came from. Oh, so did I. <laughs> not not put your money where your mouth is, but I I have a, a blog that has some expressions that I was going to look at. And actually, I was going to do that next. Oh, well, we can, we, can do, we can do both. Before we jump into the, the movie and talk about the movie. So we're starting a new... Um, section of our program where we talk about a phrase or a word that is like an, Id- an idiom or um, an expression or slang phrase that everybody knows uh, and we're talking about the origin of that phrase um, and we're calling it turn a phrase yes so our section where every week we'll talk about a phrase and talk about the origin of it we're calling it turn a phrase um, and the first one that i looked up is bite the bullet Mm. Um, and the meaning is to accept something difficult or unpleasant. And the origin is in the olden days when doctors were short on amnesia to try during or, or time during battle, they would ask the patient to bite down on a bullet to distract them from the pain. The first recorded use of this phrase was in 1891 in The Light That Failed. I'm that's a book. Well, the um, since you so kindly put um, put your money where your mouth is into my brain. <laughs> um, this expression first appeared in America in the 1930s or 1940s. Um, the idea behind this idiom is that it is easy to talk about doing something, but it's harder to do something about it. Yeah. Which is kind of like what I was saying to not, well, not kind of like what I was saying to Sam, but she, she got, she gets frustrated really easily. And it's like, and I think it, I'm trying to decide if it's partially the way that I said, like maybe she took what I said wrong. Um, but that's possible. I it's hard to tell intent sometimes. Yeah. And that's why I've, and I've said it before, I think even on here, um, your reaction to what someone writes in a text or what someone texts or sends in a message is completely controlled by you. So you're the one that puts the emotion behind it whether there was emotion like intent from that person for it to be said that way it's totally on you because you're the one that read into it that way now i think now that doesn't mean that that person didn't mean it to sound that way (laughs) i was gonna say i think sometimes some sometimes that's completely true and i agree but i do think that there are instances where certain people know exactly what they're doing and they know exactly how you're gonna take it and they're doing it that way on purpose But it, it still goes back to you're the one that can control your your emotions about that. So I think I think we need to change that phrasing a little bit. So you can't control your initial emotional response. That's not controllable. What's controllable is your emotional response going forward. So like you're in control of your actions. Yeah. But and not I- in control of the original emotional response because that's just that's just how you react it. Yeah. And you can't control that reaction. Maybe that's what I meant. You can control the the way that you react or respond to yeah. that message. The way that you react going forward after that initial response, absolutely. You totally have control over that. You have control over how much energy you're going to put into this thing. Yeah. Your initial reaction, like that first snap of the finger reaction you have no control over that's just who you are as a person (laughs) i mean i would i would argue against that too because you can control that like you just have to change your mindset that's not always possible with people who aren't neurotypical i'm not neuro i don't think i know you're not neurotypical (laughs) (laughs) i know that you are also neurodivergent but I, i don't think that there's really very many neurotypical people Apparently, there's a lot more than we realize, which I think is weird. Because I, who can be afford, who can afford to be neurotypical in this day and age? Who can afford to be straight in this day and age? Like, ugh. There's who a wants whole plethora. Who, there's a whole plethora of awesomeness out here, and you're choosing to be straight. <laughs> like, I know being straight is not a choice, but I'm just saying, why be straight when you could be gay and fabulous? Also, did you see the message I sent you on? uh tiktok um the the one that you sent me in the chat or on in, actual on on tiktok uh no i haven't been on tiktok other than to look at the video you sent me in the messenger well, which I made sent, me cry i sent you a video 
on TikTok before I sent that that was like yesterday or something. And I just said, you're welcome. You don't have to watch it now. You can watch it later and just respond to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. So what else you want to talk about? How think how are things going other than finding out you are cancer free? Um, they're going pretty okay. I am getting a window air conditioner unit. That's exciting. Yes, very. Um, originally, it was supposed to be installed today, but things didn't go quite the way that um, we anticipated because my roommate also has cancer. Um, and she was having her, she was supposed to have her last round of chemo today. And so things got kind of screwed up with that. So it ended up being later than we anticipated. So that didn't happen today. But the good news is, is that I got some cleaning done in my room so that's i i'm gonna i'm taking next week off all week next week i'm taking yes i'm not working i'm excited so i'm excited I'm for on. you <laughs> so next time which you can't you can't even see my background but i was gonna say next time we record it's gonna be not in a different location but in a different area of the bedroom because i'm moving this bedroom around Nice, nice. I'm going to, so basically what I've decided is I'm going to put the bed that we have like up against the wall, like literally like turn it on its side and put it against the wall mm -hmm. and then put my desk kind of in the middle of the room facing, I don't know if you saw, you saw this room when you were here. When you were here, it's not the one you you were staying in. It's the one. We I saw there. it, but like only in passing. Yeah. So it's, it's going to be facing. So there's the wall that has the window on it. My mm. back's going to be to that one, and I'm going to be facing the wall with the closet in it. Okay. And it's just going to be in the middle of the room. And then if people come and visit, which we've lived here, it'll be a year in November? Two years in November? We haven't had anyone come and visit other than you. So <laughs> it's not really, doesn't seem like it's really happening for any of our family to come and visit. So it's like, might as well. And then when they do come and visit, I can just move the move the desk and put the bed down yeah there you go and it kind of creates it'll create a backdrop the way that i'm thinking of putting it up is like so that the head of the bed is at the top or the foot of the bed whichever one mm -hmm. and then like the mattress is facing out with the the sheet on it oh so okay like yeah a, kind of like a backdrop there you go nice nice how was your week it was good it was busy it was long um and frustrating <laughs> i was gonna say you had that um proposal that you did yeah. and i may and i did like we talked about it earlier i may have reacted a little rash but i was frustrated because he didn't i wasn't given a yes but i wasn't really given a no mm -hmm. and then it got it got a little worse whenever i met with the supervisors and talked to them about it uh because they were like well what is eight hours too much time asking them for a week every week may have it eight hours of that their own time is that is that asking for too much I'm like i don't think so i mean i worked a full-time job overtime and finished a bachelor's degree so right like, not everybody has your drive so like i, I can kind of yeah. see the the concern but also i feel like it's literally something that y'all are paying for and that was, that was my argument. It's like, well, we're paying for it. They don't have to pay for it. The ask for them is only to make sure that they commit the time to it. Right. And then, like, there's and if no... if they can't commit the time, then they're not going to sign up for it. Yeah. And that's that's what my uh, coworker and manager's boss said. She was like, basically, the only people that are going to sign up for it are the ones that know and can and are going to say they can commit the time. And I didn't even, like, I wasn't saying if they don't, meet the minimum requirements take it away immediately giving them two weeks to make sure that they get back on track is i think nice yeah like i'm not we're not taking it away right away right if they don't meet the minimum requirements but basically what we're going to do now or what we're planning on doing and i kind of came up came up with the decision <clears throat> was um we're gonna meet with the people that have completed the program already and excuse me anyways meet with the people that completed the program already and ask them if they would be interested in uh the rosetta stone program and do like have like five of them test it out for a few months with the the expectation that i presented and then go from there because the biggest concern from the director was if we 
pay for 30 licenses, but then we don't use them. We just have 30 licenses just sitting around. Mm-hmm. And then he like rattled off a few of the other things that we've done the same thing. And I'm like, okay, that's, that's different though. It's not the same, <laughs> but I understand where he's coming from, from a business standpoint. If we pay for it, we want to make sure we use it. And there's already things that we were, we've done that too. And it's like, but it's not the same. I don't own those things. And I, I don't, I can't tell you what to do with those things because <laughs> I don't even know what they are. But anyways, right. but it was, I mean, it was a nice it was frustrating, but I understand. Uh, but it's still frustrating. <laughs> but it's still frustrating, which is yeah. fair. Um, other than that, I did my school stuff. I, I'm surprised he hasn't graded it yet. He's usually, well, I guess last week was his first, our first week with him. But I thought I would think by Friday he would already have graded everything. But I'm not sure. Mm. So I'm waiting on my discussion board grade and my unit two assignment grade see how it goes yeah and then this coming week i'm just gonna start doing so i have i have it planned out on monday i'm going to take care of this room and get everything straightened out in this room get rid of there's some stuff on the floor from when we moved the bedrooms around that i'm gonna get rid of and then move the actual like bed and stuff around and then tuesday I'm going to work on school stuff and try and get ahead for school. Mm -hmm. Like look at my assignments and maybe do a couple of my assignments to get ahead, not turn them in, but do them. And then um, Wednesday, um, I plan on cleaning and reorganizing the kitchen and living room and mopping. Nice. And then Thursday, I want to do the bathroom, our bathroom. Uh, And then Friday, I'll probably do nothing. (laughs) There you go. <laughs> Friday, Friday, Saturday, Friday, and Sunday, I'll do nothing. Yeah. <laughs> um, Although I might do the bedroom, our bedroom, Friday. Because we have, like, movies all over the ground or all over the floor. I think mm. they, were on the, they were on the floor when you were here. Yeah. Uh, so. We need to buy another shelf, and I need to put it together and then make him put the movies up. And there's a TV in that room that I need to sell and get rid of because we don't use it, and we have nowhere to put it. So it's just taking up room. Yeah, fair, reasonable. I um, speaking of selling stuff, I've been like sorting through some of my stuff and setting it aside, um, to sell because like I'm not u- some of the stuff that I have in here, like I'm not using at all. Yeah. And I've been living here a year, as of yesterday. Um, so if I haven't needed it in a year, I don't need it. Yeah. Period. <laughs> It's just kind of how I feel about it. So if it's still like in good quality, you know, I'm going to sell it. Yeah. Um, I'll say, oh, the other thing I want to talk about, we, I met with the um, global uh, leads for the uh, pride ERG at work. Mm -hmm. And it was funny. They were like, I like your microphone setup and your voice sounds amazing. (laughs) I was like, thanks. Um, And then we talked about the, the pride ERG and getting it set up in Quincy and uh, all I have to do is fill out an application and submit it and then um, it's basically set up. I mean, I have to wait for like two to three weeks for their approval, like the global stewards approval. Right, right. And then we have, I think the last time I looked, it was 14 people that said they would be members and then uh, I am, I'm the lead or one of the co-leads. I'm one of the co-leads and I have another, Oops. another person that's a co-lead. There you go. So that's exciting. That'll come within the next month. We'll get that set up and start doing some stuff with that, with the ERG. Love that. Well, you want to jump into the this movie? Are you, yes. Are you emotionally available to jump into this movie? I'm devastated. <laughs> I just need you to know. Uh, yeah, overall, I said it was a great movie and I really enjoyed it and... I cried a lot. Yeah, I I cried a lot. It was really good. Um, it was honestly, it was so good. It was it was actually even better than I had anticipated. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it it. First of all, I guess I should say that I completely understood um, Jim Parsons' character being all like, "Oh, I was an FFK." Yeah, a former fat kid. Um, I recognized the acronym before he said what it was. 
like, oh, it me. Except I'm still a fat kid, but we won't get into that. But um, so I really related to his anxiety about, you know, intimacy and stuff like that. Um, and dealing with like his own body issues. Yeah. Um, I just I found the movie actually like entirely relatable. I felt like everything in it was extremely relatable. Yeah. I, I liked it a lot. Like, starting from the top, I said, first off, his boss at TV Guide was a dick. Yes, agreed. And he was like, I can't remember what movie he or what he was talking about, but the guy was like, can you talk about Fear Factor instead? Yeah, he was talking about the oh, Gilmore Felicity. Girls. Oh, yeah, the Gilmore Girls, yeah. Yeah. And I He's was like, just like, okay, but <laughs> that was really clever, though. Yeah. And from best to Rory. <laughs> yeah. His, and his boss just didn't get it. So he was just like, can you just do something about fear factor? It's like, dude, no. And I feel like the fact that he started his own business wasn't played into enough. Mm -hmm. Cause like closer to the middle of the movie, like into the progression of their relationship, he started his own business. Yeah. And it like, it didn't even, it kind of highlighted it, but it didn't really highlight it. It said it like there was maybe one, one line about it. Congratulations for starting this getting this started up or whatever yeah and then they just moved on and they didn't really talk about it at all right that's the one thing that i was like i wish i mean i know the movie was already long it was almost two hours yeah it was longer than i anticipated it it was it was longer than i anticipated but then as it went it didn't seem that long right it didn't seem that long at all the only reason i knew that it was longer than I had originally thought it was, uh, was when I looked at the time and was like, oh my God, it's almost time to record the podcast. <laughs> yeah. um, so that was the first thing. And then whenever they were um, in the club, because they, he went out with one of his friends and him calling him a sweat, wet, sweat band wearing idol was hilarious. Yes, I agree. And I just made a note, uh, Ben Aldridge is hot. Ben Aldridge is hot. I yes. Um, I, I guess we didn't even say what we watched. We watched spoiler alert. Yeah, I did. Did we? Yeah. Okay. I said I'm we fine. were gonna talk about spoiler alert. Okay. Yeah. Based <laughs> on um it's based on a book, a, mem a memoir, um by Michael Osiello. Yeah. Um called Spoiler Alert, the hero dies at the end. Yeah. Um and it had Jim Parsons, Ben Aldridge, and Sally Field. I know. Sally Field. I said, I want I want Sally Field to be my mother. <laughs> right. Um, I just my only thing was I felt really bad for Sally Field. Um, because this is the second movie I've seen her in where she has to like watch her child die. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, fuck, okay, hello, Steel Magnolias all over again. What, I mean, it just kind of talks to her character. And then I don't think this is the first one because she was also in another movie where her daughter died with her. Was it? Um, where her daughter gets brutally like raped, raped and, murdered. and murdered. Yeah. Yeah. It's, eye, I for think it's eye. eye for an eye. Yeah. Yeah. Great movie. Fantastic movie. Kiefer Sutherland. Fucking she's, mint as the bad guy. And she's an amazing actor. I love Sally Field. She's an awesome actress. She is an amazing actress. Um, I'm going to be real honest, Jim Parsons, I like him as an actor, but I've never seen him in a role quite like this. Yeah. And I feel like he did such an amazing job, way better than I had anticipated. Like, I knew he was of, a good actor, but... Yeah, that was one of Brian's things. He's like, I don't know what it is. I just don't like Jim Parsons. But the movie was good, and his actor, his his character was great. Yeah. Um. The other thing I said... I'm a terrible gay. I hate hitting the clubs and I would never be caught dancing. I'm also a terrible gay <laughs> and I also hate hitting the clubs. I just don't. I would dance. No. Like I would dance, but like I remember when we were younger and we would go to Uncle E's. Like I think we it, went three times, Sarah. We went to Uncle E's more than three times. I don't think so. I think maybe you did. I think I only went like three times. Moving I'm on. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure we went more than that. But anyway, anyway. Um, but like there's something just awkward, especially when, you know, it's a smaller place. Yeah. That's just like oof. And then then the fact that he has like his own body issues and then he's in the gay that club with all these 
shirtless men wearing like barely anything. Yeah, jock outfits. That makes it even more of like you're uncomfortable. Yeah. I was like, oh, oh, this is awkward. Yeah. Like we <laughs> hadn't like... learned. We hadn't learned that fact yet, but just the way that he was reacting to it. And he basically all he did was put a, a hat on when it was his friend was like, get dressed for jock night. <laughs> it's like, I'm right. There's there's something there that, you know, is coming because it's like, well, what what is this? <laughs> right. Uh, and then I said, um, Kit's best friend cock blocking him. Typical straight one, straight woman in a bar, ban the straights. <laughs> yep. Yep. I was I was the same way. I was just like, bro. <laughs> this stupid straight girl coming in. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> I did I did end up really liking her afterwards. Like she's she turned into someone that I, I didn't care for at the beginning, but then it was like, okay. She's kind of fun. And then her like test for him, taking him to the black With apple. With the black apple. Yeah. And seeing <laughs> how he reacted to it. And being like, nope, that's the correct answer. It's garbage. <laughs> I loved that. It reminded me of you, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's a test that you would do on someone. What do you what do you think of this? Like what, what are what... your feelings on this? <laughs> oh gosh. Um, and then I also talked a little bit about um small talk on the first date always being terrible. Right. And the so the cutaways that he they did to like go back to his life like when he was a kid yes the sitcom cutaways and yeah i loved that that was a good tie-in to making it like this is this is how he thinks about it because he's so used to thinking about like watching tv and that's where his brain goes is my life is my life as a sitcom yes um and he had a a really rough life yes he did dad dying when he was young and then his mom getting cancer and then him finding the love of his life and him getting cancer too and then dying from cancer that's it was a lot yeah it was a lot and one of my okay there's a few of my favorite lines in the movie um <laughs> the kids called me dead dad mike the fudge packer yeah <laughs> i could not stop laughing i was like that. I almost had to pause because I was laughing so hard. I was like, that's awful. I was like, that's one that's, that's terrible. But that's two, so bad, but that's also so good. So fucking funny. <laughs> that's that's our that's our sense of humor, people. We that, laugh at yeah. terrible things. I mean, to be fair, I'm part of the dead dads club, so I feel like I can laugh at whatever dead dad jokes there are. <laughs> um, and then his when we met his roommate, uh Kit's roommate. Mm-hmm. I had never heard of monosyllabic. Oh, okay. I didn't know what that was. Oh. So I looked up Ryan and I was like, what is that? And he told me it was like basically people that just say like one word or they, they're they socially, it's like they're socially awkward and they only respond or talk with one word or they're usually very quiet. Yeah. Yeah. And it's usually like a one syllable word. It's a yeah. very small word. Um, I love that Kirby was gay. I know. She said that like <laughs> when... After he, so he had, what was it? He, oh, his appendix burst and he yes. had to go into surgery and his mom and his dad came into town and he hadn't told his mom and dad that he was gay yet. And they were, there was this scene where they were in the ha- in the apartment because they came in to stay with him and he, uh, Jim's character, Mike. Yes. Yeah. Mike went to go, was like, I'll go grab the, the sheets. And the mom and the dad kept looking at each other and you could tell that they they knew something was something was weird. And they were like, the mom was like, who is this guy? How does he know where your sheets are? And then he kept saying, well, he's just my friend. He stayed over. And then like they couldn't they weren't taking that as an answer. Right. And he ended up being like, I'm gay. And then Jim Parsons goes, I'm gay, too. And then the roommate goes, the person that spoke like maybe three words, she goes, I'm gay, too. What? I am. Oh, she goes, no, she goes, I wrote it down. I specifically wrote this out. She goes, I'm also gay. What? <laughs> I am. <laughs> it was so funny. I know. It was so funny. It was so great because she just, she just, 
said absolutely nothing this entire like maybe absolutely nothing yep. pretty much the hey. entire time and then she's just like oh and and me too and I'm just, <laughs> she, was, she was just like oh yep hey okay <laughs> we're all gay here <laughs> everybody in this room except for the two parents are gay <laughs> everybody in this room everybody who occupies this apartment normally is gay <laughs> um and then so when they eventually went to because there was a part where um Kit kept trying to get him to go back to his uh, Mike's apartment instead of going to Kit's apartment. Yes! And I was like, okay, I don't know what's wrong here. I don't know what's going on. And then when they got there, and it was just Smurfs everywhere. Just I was like, Smurfs. I felt secondhand embarrassment so hard. Same. I was just like, bro, that's but a there, lot of Smurfs. But I was like, there was a missed opportunity because he could have said, Aren't you glad it wasn't a dead body? He got up. Or because previously Kit had said, "Are you hiding a body? A dead body? Yeah." Or would it be better if it was a body? (laughs) (laughs) Something along those lines. And I did like how they, as they moved, like progressed through their apart, their relationship, and moved into their new apartment. They still kept those the Smurfs in like in the background somewhere. Yeah, and, and tied it into where they meshed. They really meshed their their aesthetics together. Yes, I agree. It like overall, first of all, the soundtrack, like the songs that they used, love. Yeah. Hilariously, I had literally just been listening to um, "Can't Get You Out of My Head" <laughs> before I started watching the movie, <laughs> and then I was just like, "Oh, okay, cool. I love this song." That yeah, was a lot um, of good fun. So it kind of reminded me of. Um, I wrote down that it reminded me a little bit of Silver Linings Playbook. I've not seen that one. And Juno. Okay, Juno, yes. Like Juno sh- has a banging soundtrack. Like the soundtrack and then like the 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 way that it was photographed reminded me a lot of Juno and then Silver Linings. I've never, I haven't seen, I've only seen like clips of Silver Linings Playbook. But just mm-hmm. based on the clips that I have seen, it reminds me of that. Yeah, um, no, Juno, Juno's great, and I agree. Yeah, I did also like that during the session where he was, Jim Parsons had to run back and clean his apartment and remove the gay. Yes. <laughs> there was, as he, he was throwing, the yeah, as he was throwing the movies and stuff down, uh, he pulled all of the movies except for Beaches, and then like two seconds later, he ran back and grabbed Beaches too. Yes. <laughs> and then one of the like box set of movies was Abfab. Yes, I saw I that. One of the movies that I was really excited about seeing on the shelf was um, While You Were Sleeping. Yeah. Because that's my that's my favorite romantic comedy. It was the first romantic comedy I remember watching. A good movie. And like Sandra Bullock is just amazing. Because, yeah. you know, I'm gay. So I'm in love with her. <laughs> um, and then like we move into like they talk about their Christmases together and mm-hmm. uh, when the Christmas card slideshow thing came up I looked at Ryan and I said I'm glad we're not that <laughs> and he goes he goes yeah that's insane <laughs> so, you're like I'm, I'm glad that we're not that kind of gay yeah and I would love to be that kind of gay to be honest but that's so much work it's so much work and it's disgusting I think it's cute, but I yeah. think to a certain extent it's cute. But like taking it's a lot of work though. Taking a Christmas picture every year and sending it to your your people, it's like don't send me that. I don't care. Right. Other than that, I have um, a few things like uh, when they were talking. So they eventually went to therapy, and they were talking about like their uh, their journey through tough times and. There was one part where he goes, a corner of the house is like Walter White's meth lab. <laughs> talking yes. about talking about how he would smoke pot in a certain part of the house and it just it looks like it's turned into Walter White's meth lab. That was the other funny um one of my favorite quotes from the movies. Yeah. Um, I love that. that he tried pot towards the end. Yeah. I was just like, Oh, good for you. <laughs> Other than that, I did say um, I realized that it's called spoiler spoiler alert. But the news that his cancer had spread to the brain was hard. Yeah, 
like they were and i knew it was i could tell that something was coming because they he was like getting better doing doing better but it's like well they took him off radiation so of course he's going to feel better for a little bit right and then they they did it again they looked again and his cancer had spread i was like of course that's exactly what's going to happen right um i I did sorry go ahead i think the hard part for me is like i didn't have to go through chemo but i had a lot of the i had the throwing up all the time like was that was that the cancer or was that the uh ibf ivf both so it's just like ugh um because i was super nauseous and throwing up a lot before i started the ivf the ivf made it 10 times worse but yeah ivf would not do that again (laughs) next lifetime we're just gonna be like nah (laughs) just just cut it out (laughs) one of the funny parts that i i I really like they tied in is when they were running up the the stairs to city city hall in new york the law and order guy was like you're ruining my shot Yes, I loved that. <laughs> the other tie into his TV thing because you got to make that make sure that that ma- that made its way through the entire um, the entire film. And then when he was about to die, them cutting it and going into that scene where he was just this is just a scene in a movie; it's not really happening. And like interviewing him, and then that ending it with, well, "What what should I do next?" What should I do next? Right. That was, I mean, it was a really great and powerful way to kind of, for him to to show him processing it. Right. And not just to like show him processing, but also to tie everything together. Because I felt like that scene really, really tied all the rest of it together. I can't think of a more perfect way for them to have ended it, honestly. And then like the, him finishing up his conversation with, like the end of his eulogy is where it kind of comes in. If anyone hasn't seen it, I would suggest watching it. It's a great movie. I really thoroughly enjoyed it. It is sad, so make sure you prep yourself. <laughs> yes. It was so sad. It was so good, but it was so sad. No. And I just yeah. I cried a lot. Like a lot, a lot. <laughs> and then <laughs> the part where they went to um Ocean City New Jersey. Yes. And Sally Field was like, thank you for bringing us. And uh, Jim Parsons was like, I, it was Kit's idea. It wasn't mine. I was vehemently against it. (laughs) 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 It was like, I looked at Ryan and I go, look, that's me and your mom. (laughs) (laughs) I love Ryan's mom. She's so nice. Yeah. I I loved that, that little sarcasm. I was just like, oh, they're friends. Yeah. And then they jogged together. And then they jogged together, which was great. But I'm glad he, so he basically ended up taking, like, getting into his family. And it was kind of a good way for them, for both him and his, and Kit's family to get through this hard, that hardship together. Right. Because I'm just like, can you imagine having to go through something like that alone, essentially? Yeah, that would be insane. I'm just like. The one part that I was like, that would never happen is when Sebastian came to visit him and he Jim Parsons cleared out the room. Yeah. I was like, if anything ever happened like that, I would be like, no. Right. Get away from me. I, you're I'm you're about to die in this room. I thought it was sweet. I understood it and I thought it was sweet too, but I was like, that's that is a bigger person than I am. But that man no, would be I dead. I completely agree. I was like, that's really sweet and that's wonderful, but I don't know if I could do that. I would have ripped that man's head off his shoulders. And I'm like like not to toot my own horn, but I'm kind of a nicer person than you. <laughs> You're definitely a nicer person than I am. I am a horrible person. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, as nice and understanding <laughs> as I am, I don't know that I could do that. Like, yeah. but anyway, like, also, he knows that I'm kidding. Like, I don't think that I'm above anybody else. <laughs> like. Oh, no, I think you're a nicer person than me. I'm a, I'm a terrible human being. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I have to, like, clarify. So that people don't think that I'm, like, snooty or anything. Like. She is. She's definitely snooty. She's a bitch. So snooty. The snootiest. She's a giant bitch. Giant. Oh my god. So 
unrelated to the movie, but I think everybody will get a kick out of this. Um, I was driving to go see one of my best friend's baby last week. And um, as I'm driving along, I see this sign and it just like out of the corner of my eye. Okay. The sign said AC unit. What I read in my brain was a cunt. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Maybe that was your sign, Sarah. It was giving you that It was sign. for me. It was for me. <laughs> for all these bad vibes I'm spreading around. So moving away from the movie, um, I was watching TikTok earlier and there was this one, maybe it was last night, there was this video where it was this woman talking about an old scene of um, the Oprah show, the Oprah Winfrey show. Mm-hmm. And it was like, she was like on the scene in the scene it was or in the episode it was a guy talking like talking them through stuff and like working through their like inner turmoil and he was like close your eyes and think back to when you were um when you were younger and the house you lived in visualize yourself in there and then see the the child that you were in front of you and i was like slap it do you you want me to smack (laughs) the child and he was like and he talked about like moving like taking the child's hand and saying come with me you'll be safe with me and then some ryan was like you're kidnapping a a a child (laughs) it's like it's like i just wanted to hit the child (laughs) is he kidnapping if it's yourself (laughs) yeah (laughs) he's like you're kidnapping your younger self how is that okay um i think there's a lot to be said for like regression therapy like that getting like in touch with your your past self to like move forward from trauma but also i think it's weird sometimes the way that people go about it yeah like there's a really funny scene in absolutely fabulous where she has um regression therapy and it's uh what is her name it's aunt becky is that aunt becky is that her name i had aunt becky uh from uh roseanne oh my aunt becky was cooler aunt Aunt jackie laurie metcalf so it was it was aunt jackie um and she was she was doing her um she was doing the regression therapy. She was the person that was like leading her, leading uh, Eddie through the regression therapy. And she was like, and go back, 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 back. And then she like, she would switch into voices and she goes back, back, back. And now I've gone Canadian. Oh my. <laughs> it's, it's a funny episode if you ever watch it. And I'd have to find out which one it was. But um, it was a funny episode with Lori Metcalf and um, oh, Saunders. Saunders. What is her name? Jennifer Saunders. Jennifer Saunders. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> um... Speaking of, like, gay stuff, my Aunt Becky was gay. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. And today because is you the said last... Aunt Becky. And then, like, now I'm thinking about yeah. my Aunt Becky. And today is the last day, the day that we're recording. It's the last day of Jul- or June, which is the end of Gay Pride Month. Last day of Pride. But there is, I didn't know this, there is an LGBTQ History Month in October. Oh. So we can do that in October. There we go. Fantastic. So that'll be fun. We'll talk about LGBTQ History Month in October. October. I don't know why I just said it like that. I can't believe it's all. I can't believe tomorrow's going to be July. Right. And I have to pay my uh, (laughs) internet bill. Keep forgetting to pay it. And it's due tomorrow. (laughs) Oops. That's fine. It's fine. I, um... No, I'm just, I don't know where the time went. It's already July. This year is going insanely fast, yeah. I agree. And, like, I know, I know that older people talk about, like, oh, well, time starts going faster the older you get. And, like, I get that. But also, like, how has it gone this fast? Like, it feels like it's Sonic the Hedgehog. (laughs) Like, zoom. I'm like, where did, where, where, where did the time go? I said something um, earlier today. And then I was like, I will never emotionally recover from this. Um, But I was listening to Spotify and um, Boulevard of Broken Dreams by Green Day came on. I love that song. Same. And I was immediately thrown back to 10th grade Mr. Coppage's theater class and um 
Brandy Hauk handed me like her headphones and she was like, oh, you should listen to this song. It's great. It's the new Green Day song. Um, and she let me listen to it on her portable CD player. <laughs> her Walkman. Yes. And I was like, that was 20 years ago. You're old. I don't know. I was like, how, how, how is that 20 years ago? Because 15 simultaneously feels like it was only a couple weeks ago and also six lifetimes ago. Yeah. Yeah. Ryan was like, on this day, four years ago, we were going to um, imagery the first time. Dang. We moved to California for just over four years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Because I moved to Texas four years ago. I moved to Texas June of 2019. Craziness. I know. Well, do you have anything fun planned for the holiday weekend slash holiday? Um, currently I'm gonna hang out with my friend Quinn tomorrow. Um Quinn. Um, they're great. I love them. Um, and then Horace and I are gonna watch um a Star Wars, no, not Star Wars, Star Trek movie tomorrow night. Um, Sunday, we're picking up Nick. He went to Phoenix for the weekend. Um, one of his friends is celebrating their 10-year anniversary. Oh. Um, so he went for the party. Um, so we'll pick him up on Sunday. And then I think 4th of July, I think we're just planning on barbecuing. Um, I don't know if we're going to actually go and buy fireworks, but we might. I don't know yet. Because Texas. Because Texas. Texas. Not that I can light the fireworks because I have a problem. I can't I can't use a lighter for whatever reason. Like I'm not I'm not good at lighting a lighter. I can't I can't make it work. I don't know why. Just use one of those. Yeah, I use one of the like long ones yeah. that you just pull the button. But like a regular lighter, I don't know. I don't know what my problem is. I can't I can never get it to work. <laughs> Your fingers are too greasy. My fingers are too greasy. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> You can have greasy fingers. Too oily. Why do I have, why, 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 do, why do I have greasy fingers? I don't. That's a question you need to ask yourself, Sarah. But <laughs> anyway, maybe you should what? look internally and ask yourself, why do I have greasy fingers? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm also supposed to start back to work this next week. Oh, that's exciting. I know. I'm waiting for them to tell me what time I'm supposed to come in. But anyway, what about you? Can I do anything? Just just come in and show up one day and be like, I'm here, bitches. I'm here and you're gonna pay me. <laughs> um I mean this weekend I'm or tomorrow I'm gonna probably edit the podcast, um, get it ready to go, and then I I want I wanna go get my hair cut tomorrow. But I have all week next week, so I could technically point it put it off. But I need to get my hair cut soon because it's getting it doesn't look like that. It doesn't look like it's that long, but it's getting long, and it's frustrating, especially up here because it's like yeah, it's long. Yeah, I see that. It's long. But um, I want to do that, and then um, on the third, there is a woman that lives in the apartment. She her, she has a little do- a bulldog named Emma. She's the sweet. Her dog little dog is so cute. She's so sweet. Uh, but she asked what we were doing on the third. And she was like, well, my I usually go up to the rooftop, the roof area, because there's this like a seating area um, up on the roof. Mm-hmm. Um, she's like, I usually go up there and watch the fireworks. And this year's the last last year that they're having fireworks by this place. Um, but my friend got covid, so she can't come over. So I'm going to go up alone. She was like, are you going to are you going up there? I was like, I wasn't planning on it but i can i probably wouldn't be doing anything else like i don't really like fireworks but so we'll probably go and do that for a little bit at least like take a bottle of wine or something up with us and there you go go watch the fireworks and try and make some friends with people that live here i guess i don't know oh my god you're <laughs> gonna try to make friends with people i don't like socializing but i also get bored sometimes and wish That's i fair. had someone to go and do stuff with like back when we lived in Bloomington and basically you would just come and kidnap me whenever. Yeah. Yeah. Is it really yeah. kidnapping if you go willfully, gleefully? I didn't always sometimes. go willingly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I know. Sometimes you went very gleefully. You were excited <laughs> to go. 
<laughs> this is true. I love spending time with you. So there were those times when I had to tape your arms together and your mouth closed just to get you out to the car without screaming. But we won't talk about those, Sarah. But you know. <laughs> Well, and then other than that, like next week, I kind of already laid out my plans for next week. So that'll yep. be fun. I don't have any set plans really for ne- beyond 4th of July other than hopefully working. Um, I don't know. I might get some writing done. I've been trying to write more, but we'll see what happens. Too. Yeah. Uh, papers. Yeah. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, yeah. I started my class again. I'm talking about fun writing, like writing for pleasure. Eh, It's not fun for me. (laughs) It's not fun for me. That's not something I would do. I know. I know. Well, ready to call it a podcast? Yeah, I think it's a podcast. All right. Do my at one of these times, I'm going to make you do the scripted close and see how (laughs) difficult it is. Just to throw everybody else off. It would be so uncomfortable for me. all right well thank you for listening to this week's episode of now about that with james and sarah if you like the episode please like comment follow and subscribe and make sure you leave a review in apple podcast spotify or wherever you listen as this will help get the podcast out to more people and help us grow Uh, you can feel free to follow us on social media our instagram and twitter handle is now about that pod and if there's something specific you would like us to talk on the podcast about, uh, feel free to email us at nowaboutthatpod at gmail.com or visit our website, www.nowaboutthatproductions.com. Also, give us a call or a text uh, with any questions you would like us to answer on the podcast. Our phone number, again, is 765-557-4170. And thanks again for listening. We hope you have a great week and a safe and happy 4th of July. Sarah, enjoy your weekend and don't blow your finger off. I will not blow my fingers off, I promise. Whether you damage anyone else, that's totally up to you. Yeah, I probably shouldn't damage anybody else either, but we'll see. You have fun reorganizing everything. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited because it, it's been driving me nuts. I know. And I don't I like can't face- wait for the pictures. I don't like facing a wall when I'm working or when I'm doing this. I, I like to see stuff and not just stare at a wall. Fair, reasonable. So we will see. All right. You well, have thanks a good again, weekend. everybody. And enjoy your weekend, Sarah. You too. Bye. Bye, everybody.